Hey friend, welcome to the Restore Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it will look like to have peace in your life, despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup turned fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Well, my friend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restored Mind Podcast. My name is Caroline and my friend, I'm super excited to have you here with me today. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for continuing to be with me every week and for making me a part of your routine. If you are a new listener, welcome. I'm super excited to have you on board as the Restored Mind Podcast family. I hope that today's episode does bring light into your life in whatever valley or darkness that you're walking in. And I hope that any episodes that you listen to from here, that it does shine a light into your life. Today, we are going to be talking about goal setting and how it's not about you. I know that sounds really crazy and it might be controversial, but I'm talking about it from a faith lens and not so much the world lens. But by the end of this episode, I hope that you get an understanding of where I'm coming from and that it ends up changing your perspective or your mindset and how you look at goal setting. So I'm just going to dive right in. I think goals are great, but the questions I have for today's episode is, what happens when we make it about ourselves? Will we be fulfilled the way that we hope to be? And the reason why I think goals are great are because it helps us work towards something. It gives us direction. So essentially, It's forcing you to learn about your boundaries and it gives you the opportunity to push those boundaries. Growth happens when we work through our uncomfortableness. That's when we grow from where we are currently. And in this time of growth, we're going to be tested. Our faith is going to be tested. Our patience is going to be tested. And also the trust that we have, the hope that we have for something to work out is going to be tested. James chapter 1 verse 3 says, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Do we have what it takes to persevere? Meaning, are we giving up? Are we going to give up? Or are we not going to give up? Do we continue to show up even through the hard times? Which means we have to be intentional with the time and action or the work that we put in. So using our time wisely and showing up where work is needed. Goals are great because it helps you identify what is important to you. We're going to talk about this a little bit later on in this episode, but essentially you're going to be making the choice to define what your goals are and who your goals will serve. It will also help aid in learning to make better decisions in the future. Think about it. When you first start something, there's a high chance that you wouldn't label yourself as an expert in this particular field or whatever field it is that you're in. But every day that you show up, you're faced with decision making. 
And the decision that you make will affect the outcome of what will be. So progressing and meeting goals depends on the choices that you make. For example, if it's a fitness journey, the question that you might be asking is, are you consistently making the necessary changes to feel and see the results? And that could be anything from workouts, eating habits, a sleep routine, or how you speak to yourself. And yes, that matters. How you speak to yourself absolutely matters. Learned that the hard way. (laughs) If it's your faith journey, then are you cultivating habits that are going to draw you near to God? Are you seeking growth in your own life? Do you apply what you learn and read into your life? Meaning, do you take what you hear and only marinate on it? Or are you testing it against scripture? discerning through any thoughts that comes to mind? And are you living up the changes that you know and see that you need to make happen? Which is part of taking accountability. It's being able to recognize your shortcomings and then doing something about it because you're trying to transform yourself into a better follower of Jesus or trying to transform your negative mindset into a positive one so that your life could bear more fruit and it could be more peaceful and more joyful. And personally, I think it takes real guts. I believe it takes real guts to do this because sometimes we get confronted with something and we don't like what we see or what we hear. Maybe sometimes we don't like how we have regressed from the growth that we made. And we think that we're doomed or we deem ourselves unworthy because of our shortcomings, because of our failures. Which leads me to This question that I get asked multiple times, do we have to be perfect in our journey in order for us to be pleasing and acceptable to God? And the answer is no. No, we don't. Why? Because Jesus was already that person for us. He filled that for us. So we absolutely do not have to be perfect in our journey. Trust me, take it from someone who had to get everything that they did perfectly or it would be considered a fail. You absolutely do not have to be perfect in your journey but you do have to progress in your journey in order for it to be called growth or transformation of any kind. My friend, we are not in the business of perfection, so get that out of your head if you're in that position right now. But we are working towards excellence. We want to be set apart because Jesus has called us to be set apart. Now, what happens when we make our goals about us? Earlier, I said we were going to be talking about how goals can help us identify what is important to us, so I'm unpacking that right now. But to clarify, keep in mind that what I'm about to say is coming from a faith lens and not the world lens. But when we make it only about us, we end up forgetting our reasons why. Our reasons might have originally been for vanity purposes. It could be any journey that you're on and you're only thinking about the tangible things that you can attain from reaching certain goals. I have an example. It's my fitness journey. I've talked about it several times, but originally my fitness journey was all about the physical looks because I wanted to look smoking hot in everything that I wore. And the reason why was because I lacked confidence. That was the underlying issue for me. I lacked confidence in who I am. And so I thought that if my physical looks were a 10 out of 10, then I thought, somehow my confidence level would improve if I looked better. And 
I wanted to look and feel attractive again. I was only focused on the physical aspects of my goal and I never even gave the internal changes a thought. That was never a thought in my mind because I was so focused on my physical looks. Eventually, I was met with multiple disappointments which prompted me to want to quit. As a matter of fact, looking back on any type of fitness journey that I had, it has always been about the physical looks. And it wasn't until I stopped to refocus on my why that is actually when I realized I made my fitness journey about my outer appearance only, which explained why I never met my goals that I set ever. It was always a start and stop type of journey. I saw all of the failures that I had and not the progression that was made in the midst of my failures or even in a little bit of the journey that I had prior to the commitment that I made to myself about three years ago. I have an episode on temptation. It was the temptation of quitting, which helps you navigate on how to build a strong why. And in that episode, I shared a verse from Matthew. It's chapter 7, verse 24. It was about building your house on the solid rock. Jesus talks about why it's important to build your house on the solid rock. No matter what, though, I believe that your house will always weather a storm. The question is, will it stand or will it fall? I also want to emphasize the fact that Scripture says the rock, not a solid rock or some kind of solid rock, but specifically saying the word the automatically brings my mind to a certain specific type of rock, just like when Jesus says he is the way. In John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life, meaning nothing else but him. I highly recommend taking a listen to that episode because I feel like there's just so much that I impact in there that would be helpful to you if you're trying to build a stronger foundation as to what your why is. When I was in my bulking season this past fall and winter on my fitness journey, my goals were originally to gain muscle mass. And Coach Bailey, who is my current coach right now through First Form, she upped my macros and I ended up looking a lot fluffier, if you will, than I anticipated. And I mentally understood the goal that I had. But when I saw myself, I began to slowly shift from remembering what my why was and focusing on my physical appearance. So I got in my, I got in my own mind several times. And I remember being in a negative headspace that I had to intentionally get myself out of. So if you're sitting there thinking that I have overcome all of this and I'm immune to Having a negative mindset, my friend, I'm telling you I'm not. I am an imperfect person just sharing with you my lessons that I've learned and what I've experienced through my journey of growing to be a better follower of Jesus myself. So I'm not immune to it, but I am a lot wiser now in that I'm able to catch myself and not sulk in it for too long you would get to this point if you continue to be honest with yourself and just be intentional with the corrections that you want to make to better your mindset transformation and the way that you want to live and have a more positive outcome in the end. Because even though I briefly caught myself in a negative headspace about 
my physical appearance changing last fall and winter, I didn't stay in that headspace for so long. And I didn't allow the enemy to continue to spread these lies that were happening to me because my goals were to gain muscle mass. And there's a certain process that needs to happen. So it tested my patience and my trust in that, which helps me reflect back on my relationship and my faith journey with God. I question, do I trust and do I have faith in the process that God's taking me through, the pruning process that I had to go through? So it helped me in that aspect of my faith journey. And I hope that you're able to take the things that are happening with you in your everyday life and reflect it back onto your faith journey so that you may go closer to God. When we end up making our goals about ourselves, we can forget God's voice. And there's probably been several times or a time in your life, because I know there's been several times in mine, that you were silent with God until you needed something from Him. I'm guilty of this. And I know that a lot of us are guilty as well. When we make it about ourselves, we forget to make time for God because we've essentially placed ourselves first instead of God. We forget to listen to what He's saying to us. And our prayer life may end up slacking because we've, quote, become too busy trying to achieve these goals. Right? Our eyes have been distracted. Our minds have been distracted. And we can also become ungrateful. We can become hyper-fixed on our goals that when there's a setback, that's all we're focusing on. The things that didn't happen instead of the things that actually happened. See, when I was doing HIIT cardio two times a day before my girls trip about two years ago, I failed to see the progress I made because I was so focused on my weight and the physical looks. And to be completely honest with you, all the goals that I've set for myself before this girls trip, none of it happened. But I was so fixed on that that I didn't see the progress I made. And the progress that I actually made had nothing to do with the goals that I set for myself. So it had nothing to do with my physical looks or my weight on the scale. But it actually taught me how to set goals and stick to it. And though it didn't come from a well-intentioned place, it was the start of something and turned into what it is today. And I will forever be grateful for that lesson, even though it was a hard lesson to learn. Now, to clarify, I'm not saying that you cannot set goals. I'm not saying that at all. I actually think that it's a great way to make move towards the change that you want to see happen in your own life. But when you make your goals about God, inviting Him and acknowledging God first in your goals makes all the difference. It gets you out of the me-first mindset and begins to change into a God-first mentality. Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Now, I believe we all have been created and gifted with talents that is uniquely ours. Now, we might run into people with similar talents, but there's always going to be that special something that makes you unique. And I believe that that something is God's imprint on your life. We should set goals and have the confidence that God is going to help us reach these goals as long as it is in alignment with His will and who He is. Remember, God is a faithful God. He is faithful to His will and who He is. He doesn't deviate from that, and He delivers on His promises. When we make it about God, we end up surrendering ourselves and our agendas over to Him, which is hard to do because we have a vision and an idea of what we would like. 
We can think up or dream up of something and want it so badly that we can almost forget that everything else exists, right? Because this is the one thing to us that is super important. It's hard for us to let go because we're afraid that we might not be able to attain the things that we want. But remember, we have to first seek the kingdom of God. Jesus tells us this in Matthew 6, 33. Jesus says, but first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So when we are goal setting, are we seeking God's kingdom first or our own ambitions? My friend, you always have a choice in any decision that you make. From personal experience, when I put myself first, I fell many times, and great was the fall of those times that I fell. I got back up and was pummeled by waves of doubt, fear, regret, anger, failure. All of this and more built up to a negative, toxic mindset. When I shifted gears and surrendered my wants and desires over to God, yeah, it was scary. Super scary. But I trusted that God would lead me to where I needed to go. And the goals that I set for myself slowly began to shift because my heart changed and my mind was transformed to see beyond myself. I went from only looking at physical results to realizing that my body was more than a number on a scale or the amount of muscle mass that I could put on. It was a temple, a home for the Holy Spirit, and I wanted to treat it as such. So yes, I still work out, but the intention behind my workouts has completely changed. And whatever journey it is that you're on, whether it be making more money, owning your own business, building a client for yourself, and whatever service that you are providing, you have to ask yourself if the goals that you're setting are for you or for God's kingdom. Because if it's for you, chances are you'll only see the tangible value in your wins. But if it's for God, you'll see the fruit of your wins and realize that it was never about you. It was always about God and his will this entire time. You'll feel an overflow of gratitude and an abundance in your harvest. But most importantly, you'll see beyond the tangible things. It becomes more spiritual, more fulfilling. In John 4, Jesus is talking to a Samaritan at the well and he asks her for a drink of water. And she's saying, why do you want to drink from me? And he responds in verse 13 and 14 saying, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So my friend, when you make it about God, you'll realize that it was never about you. Because the living water inside of you is an overflowing water. You can't help but be grateful. You can't help but want to share the blessings that's been poured over you. And as you've been listening to this episode, you might realize that you have the tendency to make your goals about you and you haven't invited God into your space and you haven't surrendered these goals over to him and asked him to transform you. And now you're wondering, how do I make it less about me? Well, my friend, some of the things that you can do is surrender. Surrender it over to God and he will place you where you need to be based off of the talent that you have, the talent that he blessed you with. He knows you, which means he knows what your natural talent is. He will place you 
and align you with people that are going to help you. He's already given you everything that you need to do what he's called you to do. But again, the choice is yours. You either surrender it or you hold on to it. And a lot of us have a hard time letting go because we don't know what's on the other side. And God's over here telling you, child, let go. I've got you. There's a story I want to share with you. It's a bit of a silly story, but I think it's really fitting with this point that I'm trying to make. But as a little kid, I used to play hide and seek with my siblings and we were playing one day. This was inside the house and I climbed up on top of a television. It was sitting on top of a TV stand and during this time, TVs were very boxy then. So that should tell you my age, but I climbed up on top of it because I was trying to hide from my brother and At the end, when everyone was finished, I tried to get down from the TV stand, but I couldn't. I only was able to put my foot up on the stand and I held onto the top of the TV, thinking that I was really high up off the ground. So I started crying and my dad came to rescue me. Years later, as we talked about it, my brother explained to me how he never understood how I was so afraid to jump because of the height, because I wasn't that high off the ground. And sometimes when we're trying to surrender something, we might be thinking that we're really high above the ground and we're afraid to let go. When the truth of the matter is that it's really not that high up off the ground. We just have to trust that God's got us. The last two points I have for you on how to make it less about you and more about God is just to simply invite him into your space as you set goals. Reflect and see if your goals are in alignment with him and be honest with yourself Take accountability for the truth of what you find and continue to pray over it, continue to work through it, and apply these things to your life so that you can be transformed in the renewing of your mind. I say all of this like it's so easy, but I say this every week. It's not easy. A lot of these things takes time and it takes a lot of patience and effort for us to cultivate a new way of living and seeing things so that we may have more fruit and peace in our life. I know it's hard, but my friend, you can do hard things. Hey, thank you for listening. If this episode has spoken life into you or your mindset transformation journey, please share it with a friend. The growth of this podcast is possible through you. So thank you for your support and for being a part of the family. I look forward to talking to you again next week here on the Restored Mind podcast.